Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Andrea, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Robin, Jennifer, Karen, Julie, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Since the Tim visit, I didn't change a lot. He was just kind of concerned for me. Think about it. Okay. You look nervous. I am. What happened to the cocky, confident Christian? I don't know. I took a break. Thank you, Christian. Of course, thank you. I need to win to start my business and to start my career. Julian's collection, it was so innovative and cool and like Rami, like who knows? He's an amazing designer and he's so successful. How can I compete with that? It messes with my head. All you lovely listeners, welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest, and Project Runway is my favorite non-tennis sport. And I'm Patricia, and don't be really skinny, and eat, eat, eat. And I'm Nayland, and I may not be a finalist, but I'm the most memorable one. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's the Dream 3 finally. It is so wonderful to have both of you back into the workroom at the same time to talk about this amazing, iconic finale of season four. So just to remind everyone, we're still on our vintage journey and um, Patricia and Nalen are back to discuss. I do believe this is the f- I, you know episode 13, I think. Episode 14. Okay, 14. Episode 14. I really did kind of mess this up for myself because I got so mixed up about <laughs> there is a u- reunion. You know, this is old Bravo. So we're, yes, we're in episode 14. So, um, listeners, so wonderful to have you back in the workroom as well. And to remind everyone, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Just search for the workroom podcast. And again, we're on Patreon now. And if you're listening to this now, bonus number five is up on the Patreon. So Patricia and I will be diving into the Netflix sensation that is next in fashion. And then soon, Nalan and I will be embarking on this historical adventure down the, you know, the BBC pathway towards, uh, uh, it's called a stitch in time. I'm just trying to think of all these, you know, mm-hmm. old timey words to describe that. But we'll, we'll be talking about that. Um, so we're really going to be stocking up over there and also you can keep sending your questions and gossip and rant to us at our gmail account in the workroom at gmail.com and uh, what i thought would be like kind of a fun thing before we get into this episode was to 
uh, highlight a listener question that I wanted to wait until both Patricia and Nalan were in the workroom to talk about. And it's not like a super surprise. I, I told him off podcast, I'm like, I'm going to surprise you with this question. But <laughs> I, I mean, it's, you know, because uh, not, it's not, it's not scary at all. It's just about the next chapter of Project Runway. And I feel like it's just in time because we have Jennifer who asked, do you, do you all remember when they started having anonymous runways? Or blind runways on Project Runway? Mm. No, I don't. Nayland. I want to say that it is probably around, like, season eight. Okay. I would think. Yeah. It's, it's, it's relatively, it's, it's, that would, that would be my guess. It's a, I think it's a lifetime invention. Okay. Yeah, because I, so we kind of, you know, fun fact, <laughs> after season four is when things kind of go south for the um, production company, Harvey Weinstein company, and their relationship with Bravo. So we're, we're, we're going to, so this is sort of the, I think the crest of, their relationship at Bravo and NBC Universal, um, and then things kind of change. So, again, to, to also to, to bring up why I was so confused about the season, I totally forgot about the reunions. Um, but I just am really grateful to Jennifer for writing in, being like, "Yeah, so, huh? When did this feature start?" Because there are some other very lifetime esque features that started being introduced into this episode that we can also kind of we can talk about as well as as it comes up and um and also because this is on later versions of project runway um once we get to fashion week it's pretty clear like you know there there are no anonymous runways or it's it's pretty clear who who's who blah 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 it becomes very blatant um yes oh my goodness I think mm. that's yeah. So Well well my my bit is season eight, but if but if but um if some uh if if some uh viewer out there has done the homework, <laughs> please let us know. Please. If you're making your way through <laughs> vintage Hulu and yes. just to let you know, it, Heidi makes a big deal out of it. So it's not like they just you know I know seamlessly integrated as if it's a new feature. No, she makes a whole announcement and it's a big deal. Yeah. That it's a blind runway. I, I think it's when they sort of stop having the models, um, yeah. uh, uh, having it be a competition for the models too. Oh, that would make sense. Sort of around the same time. Yeah. Because they choose their models. So they're also kind of tied to one another. Yeah. With their models. Hmm, yeah. Makes sense. Um, I just want to, I have a quick note of congratulations. Well, two things. Mm -hmm. One, um, I'm, I'm wondering if anybody, uh, I, I did, um, I listened to last week's episode mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, but I, but I forgot to listen for this thing, which is that. Um, asking if either of you have seen sort of the media blitz that happened this past week about 
um, the photo spread on Christian Siriano's home in Architectural Digest. So, so wonderful <laughs> you brought that up. Which is contrast Because to... Patricia um, brought that up during the recording. And ah. I also went back and I looked at it, but it, I couldn't make it through all the photos because it hurt my heart. It was so beautiful. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> also, listeners, the link is in the show notes. <laughs> To that mm-hmm. article. Mm-hmm. So that. Um, what did you have any thoughts on that, Nalan? Do you want to discuss no, that? I mean, it just, it's a, it's an interesting contrast mm-hmm. between those be, between those two um, states. You you guys were waxing very eloquent about <laughs> um, about Christian's uh, original New York digs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh. You know, nothing other than that. Just that it, just that it was funny that it was also just coming, coming up for us. Yeah. I mean, I always like homes in Architectural Digest are fantastic if you don't own anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you, if you never read a book, if you never own a DVD, if you never get mail, mm-hmm. if you never, <laughs> it's like. If you- if you never make lasagna, you know? Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you never have to have more than three spices in your house. I know. Yeah. You know. So I, I'm, I'm never. Um, it, it's, I don't let those things get me down so much. But I do have another note about last week's show. Yes. Which is that, Ernest, I wanted to congratulate you. On having someone on the show who finally had the accent that you've been doing. <laughs> you mean the third her, mystery guest? Her, her Jillian's mom. <laughs> Open her mouth. I was like, that's who Hernandez has been doing all the time. You know what? I'm, I'm patting myself on the back. You know, I am, you know, I'm, I'm grasping my hands and and you know doing the whole like yay me it's so funny like i didn't even notice that it's wow wow i'm so i'm just so proud of myself because <laughs> i really felt like a failure i felt like an accent failure i was like you know i'm not even gonna try was <laughs> watch the i watched the episode and i was like whoa <laughs> it's redeemed. Yay! It's a mixture between Jersey and Betty Boop, and in the middle you get Staten Island. You get Julian's mom on Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's a win for me. I didn't even know I had. I had that win all week. Huh? Good. Well, wait, any other thoughts from last week, Nayla? Since you weren't here. Um. I didn't. I actually didn't remember it going down that way. Oh, so you mean between Rami and and, and Chris, like the yeah, face off? Yeah, yeah. I actually remember. I remember Chris showing at Fashion Week, and I don't yeah. remember Rami not showing. I mean, I I remember. I, somehow I I I was at the place of like, oh well, Rami must get cut because Chris doesn't. <laughs> Because I knew Chris doesn't win, because yeah. I knew Christian, well, in any event. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, um, yeah. So I, so when that happened, I was actually genuinely shocked. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting what 
history or what our memories of their careers has happened because Chris, I, and I, and I put those in the show notes too. So, so they all, every year they do it, they do decoy uh, runway shows. So they'll have maybe the top five show their collections. So journalists don't know which are the very top three. And so of course, Chris showed, ended up showing his collection at, at fashion week and it's also on the Bravo website because of the spent or I would guess this, the Chris March centered reality show that he did afterwards. Um, right. Mad for fashion. Right. Or yeah. mad in fashion. Yeah. I think it's just is it I think it's just mad fashion. Mad fashion. Yes. Yeah. So it's so it's on Bravo's website. Uh, you cannot find anyone else's from the first iteration of, of Project Runway on Bravo on that website. But Chris March's collection is there and what's great about it and we don't see it is one of his models was the runner-up for america's next top model that season i think season oh wow either season one or three because i know who season two was but it's either one or three um and i thought it was interesting because you know they they cast her on a runway that wouldn't air on the show um but i recognize the model from the little slideshow on, on Bravo's website. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, and I think it's interesting. So I mean, well, let's not talk about Rami. We will be able to talk about Rami as we get into this. Yes, exactly. This show. So, cause I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So let's start off. We're in the hotel with all of the three designers because now we know who's going on. But, um, speaking of Rami, it just seems like he's probably the most relieved out of all of them because he's just sort of been through the gauntlet and now can go full force into knowing that he's a final of a finalist will be showing a fashion week and is in the running for the top prize. And we have Jillian and Christian who seem to me like they're feeling the pressure. And Jillian I wrote is nauseous with stress. (laughs) And also no one can leave the, the hotel room until Jillian confirms her that her hair is good. And then we can leave. So. That was funny. Are we good? Good. Right. <laughs> um, so also I want to point out, so we, we had to the workroom where they've been working in. There are approximately, what is it? Five more, five days left till the runway. So fashion week. I think I it's just a couple. A couple, okay. Because um, because Christian's like, I want Friday to come. I want Friday to come. And then they must be. So then it must be like Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. Yeah, they probably showed up on Monday, had the elimination mm-hmm. for for those guys Monday and, night, and then it's like Tuesday or something. Yeah, yeah. So they have not that much time, and also it doesn't seem as if we even have that normal drama or that I would say the drama that we're used to seeing where all of the designers have at least one look to make. None of the finishings are done on anything that they have. And it's just worrying about, yeah, let's get here. Christian Sirian yeah. is ready. He's like, I, Friday can be tomorrow. Let's just do this. Yeah. But I have um, to say that I do not miss that. Oh no! Like I don't, insane. I don't miss there being like an additional twist. Exactly, where it's like, oh, hey, uh, you're done. You think you're done. We want one extra look, mm-hmm. or 
Um, and that, yeah, that's that's a whole other thing. We'll we'll get to that when we go back to lifetime. So we we get to the workshop. I mean, the workroom, and Tim comes in to officially check in on everyone because this will be the first time that Tim is seeing the collections of Jillian and Christian since he left during Tim home visits home, Tim visits your home edition. And Mm -hmm. so the first designer he looks in on is Jillian and she pulls out a sweater that looks like, Oh, it's like Ralph Lauren slash gap, but it has these, these uh, horizontal stripes on it. Almost like, to me, it looked like like a shirt that I would wear in the late 90s because it was like, ooh, rugby's in. Kind of like, you know, rugby vibe, whatever. But also this, the sleeves have these yarn loops because she's introduced a lot of knitwear. And, we'll, you know, they, they kind of talk about that as being a surprise later on. But it also, to me, okay, and I'm going to pull out some Star Wars references. It looked like the inside of a Tauntaun from Planet Hoth. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? yes it just looked like yeah just not great like my reference i'm like i see what what you're trying to go for here and so and also tim kind of seizes on it because it looks the most incongruous to the rest of you know of her collection but for me i I just i was like man those sleeves just look like tauntaun intestines (laughs) sorry oh (laughs) it's i mean mean, it's Go ahead. Yeah, it 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 reminded me of like Jean Paul Gaultier also in the nineties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little reference. it's it's a little poodly, <laughs> and I and I think that I think Gaultier would have made it like yeah made it Edgier. like out of poodle. Huh. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you know, it's sort of absolutely. It it's it it is a little bit two thoughts in one. Yeah, and and she's pairing it with a skirt that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Which Tim reminds her of, and which is great because it's not like there's anything really awful about it. It's just like just make your decision about whether or not this makes sense. And mm-hmm. I also thought about like oh the days before Tim is screaming cohesion at all of the all of the designers. Yes. So um, next we have Rami and Rami, you know. Again, I feel like Rami is so zenned out right now because all the adrenaline rush, the craziness from the day before is out of his body. And um, he's like, yes. So, Tim, let me tell you a tale. I've been trying to tone things down here. And uh, let me show you this 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 uh, this shirt here. It's 1930s antique lace. It's a tiered top. And oh, look at this. Look, I'm, I'm he, he pulled out what I'm pretty sure is the thing that he thought would be the most intimidating to everyone else in the room. Um, but it's a it's a time where uh you know there is there's a lot of of quick shots to Jillian and Christian's face, which I'm pretty sure were edited in. But it's like they're they're looking over at Rami and being like, oh my God, oh no. Rami is such a good designer. <laughs> I'm so nervous. And so this is sort of um, you know, the, this, the start of this whole dynamic in the room that's shifting away from uh, Jillian and Christian being the most stable ones because they were the finalists, the only final finalists. And now they got to, here we have Rami, who's, who's mm-hmm. 
kind of locked in there too. Um, and so then we have Christian. Uh, Christian hasn't changed a lot from his time with, with Tim. And I'm pretty sure that was out of arrogance and out of self-confidence, but it's not feeling so confident. Takes out, so Christian takes out that famous neck piece, or I should say infamous neck piece that he showed Tim during the home visits that mm-hmm. just looked like, you know, where where is this going? Like, well, this is just an extra neck thing. And what he has done is he's, he's keeping all of these pieces, but he's tried to simplify the designs that go with it so he can keep that ruffled organza neck thing that will not keep your neck warm in winter, but it doesn't matter. It's totally fine. Um, but he's really intimidated by everyone. And this is a, sort of the first sign of, of the nerves sinking in and the gravity of the moment. He's just actually had some time to really think about what's happening. It's interesting. Yeah. And I like what Tim says here. Tim looks at all, everything on, on the hangers and says, you have all this exuberance. Is it over-designed? Mm-hmm. And and then pause, and the camera even pauses a little bit, lingers for like three seconds on Christian's face, going, <gasps> you know, breathing in <laughs> through the throat. <laughs> it's probably the first time where Christian has actually questioned himself in response to Tim. Usually it's like, Tim doesn't like this, but I like it. Like, whatever, it's fine. Um, and so it's, 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 he isn't operating any differently from how he operated during the season. But this is just the one time where he's like, Oh, maybe should I consider what Tim is saying? So I, I would, I don't know. I don't know if he actually did make any changes, but I'm pretty sure he did do some things that we didn't see off camera. Um, so yeah. All right. The next fun thing we get to do is look for models. Yay. Mm-hmm. It's model casting time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we get to see who everyone wants. Um, everyone gives a, you know, their criteria of who they're looking for. And um, Christian is looking for essentially strong walkers, confident, amazing girls, whatever that means. Jillian mm-hmm. has never done a casting and mm-hmm. also wants some petite girls, which, again, what does that mean? And um, Rami... I don't, I, we, we don't really see what Rami is looking for. I don't think there is anything surprising in terms of his choice of models. Um, mm-hmm. But he does point out for us and, and the editors, like who, what, what the different categories of models there are. And at the top tier are the, the strong, amazing walkers and middle tier are the, like the meh girls who are, you know, meh. And at the very bottom, we have this, uh, you know, I'm so glad they didn't show her face, but someone who represented the tragic category that Rami points out. <laughs> um, thank God we didn't see her face. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, we see someone almost walk into a wall. That was her. <laughs> and 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 sort of um, and and from the back we see them pose, sort of at the wall. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think what Rami is really looking for is somebody who will not rip a horrible headband off of their head in disgust. (laughs) (laughs) 
or you know want to pull out that fake braid that they're going to put up there like there's a lot going to go on yeah. with your heads yes yeah yeah the human hair equivalent of that horrible headband but <laughs> but, but i'm getting ahead of myself um christian is also specifically looking for dark skin girls um mm-hmm. which also is one of those adjectives i'm like what what does that mean Petite for Jillian means short, relatively short, Right. not necessarily in, um, you know, like size zero versus like a like a size six or whatever. But she means shorter girls. And I would love to know why she needs. um, And and also in thinking about the proportions about that. And then Christian, I I know mostly thinking about the the color scheme and and when what type of skin tones his looks will look Mm -hmm. best on. Um, So. Then we have some hair and makeup stuff. And do you guys have anything to say about that? Because I didn't I didn't write down anything. No. Hair and makeup consultations. Um, then we have our time to fit with the models. So not only do we have not a lot of time, but essentially they cast their models and they immediately have to go into fitting them with two days mm-hmm. left. And it's interesting here. Um, I, I kind of noted that we have someone, so Jillian, who is brand new at this, has never, this is her first time doing a collection, first time doing a model casting. We, we know that Christian and Rami both have experience doing this. Um, and, and also in how they're working with them in, in the workroom, I just kind of wondered whether or not Christian has actually worked on, if not a New York Fashion Week, probably like a London Fashion Week or something like that, um, maybe in Paris. And Rami, I'm wondering if, I don't think he's shown, but this is we're seeing sort of like a where the experience in putting on a show comes in. Mm. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I take it as like Christian has fantasized about this for so long mm. that he's like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. All of my girls are going to be super fierce. Mm-hmm. They're going to be <laughs> they're going to stomp the runway. Mm-hmm. They'll be they'll be the most awesome girls. Mm hmm. And, um, but you know, that, and, and it's going to be like the, the chicest, the <laughs> most, for, this will be like the most feroce runway and it'll be, and, and it's like, it, that's the point where it was like, oh yeah, started working in a hair salon at 13 <laughs> and, and it's like, and, um, and you, there you were in Baltimore and all you wanted was to get out. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all you fucking wanted was to get anywhere else. Yeah. And yeah. and now it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like and I think that's like he's rehearsed what this would be like so many times in his head mm-hmm. that he's like in the middle of like and now it's happening. Because okay, we, let's talk about Christian's shoes for these models. Um, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That reminded me of that because, uh, oh my God, these high, high stiletto booties are the types of shoes that most of his models are wearing. Um, mm. And I do believe that Lee is one of the models, not his muse, not not the, um, but Lee. And they're all having a hard time walking in them. And he's just like, well, I've walked in my apartment with them for the last five months, so I know you can do it. So it's like, oh, yes, that... this rehearsing and thinking through all these details. Yeah, it's I mean, this is the thing. It's like it, it it's there's 
a way in which there there's something endearing about Christian, mm-hmm. but only because we know that down the road he seems to have overcome a lot of the inherent misogyny that exists in the fashion industry. Yes. Yes. That 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 it's like the the where he ended up, like the people he ended up making clothes for and the things that he ended up championing mm-hmm. redeem a lot of this. Oh yeah. Cuz right mm-hmm. now this is like mm-hmm. this is a lot of it is like Barbie doesn't talk back when I'm playing with Barbie. Yes. like barbie wears the outfit that i put on barbie and barbie goes out and goes to her dream house exactly and that's and 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 that's kind of the attitude of of like yeah you know and if somebody had if he had sort of stayed in that mindset which a lot of fashion people do Mm -hmm. he would be a horrible to to witness because it is, it's all super teasing. It's right. all super, in the same way that it's like using the T word. It's like, mm. yeah, yeah. You know, this is this thing that you think is cute and adorable, and you're like part of this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like finally figuring out, like, oh, actually, there's other people, you know, whose experience of the world is different from me. And like the mod, like, <laughs> like, Oh, this is, you know, maybe I should listen when it's really a problem for the models. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think there's something also just um, so, something I can't reconcile is that Christian Siriano is a student of fashion. By the time we see Christian on screen right now, I'm, I'm sure that Christian knows very well that when it's, New York Fashion Week or any fashion week all over the world, the models do more than one show in one day and they are not sitting on a sofa like painting their nails or watching um, or reading Vogue Italia waiting to get a call. It's like they do about 10, some models do like 10 shows a day and it doesn't matter if they are famous Mm. or not because Mm -hmm. around every fashion week there's always um, other events going on. Other stores have their own events. And that means that if you are a model who's been around for a year, year and a half, you're going to be as busy as Bella Hadid. But you're not going to get the same exposure mm-hmm. <laughs> or right. the same kind of client. Right. But you're walking in shoes for like the whole day. And then you probably have to make a cameo somewhere. Yeah. So for Christian to say oh my God, I walked in my apartment for whatever, so you can do it. It's like, no, you did not spend every day, you know, 18 hours a day for a whole week wearing heels. So you don't compare yourself right. to that. That's not right. a useful comparison, Christian. So I sort of, and here's what I can't reconcile is like, okay, so you know you know this happens and yet you're being completely selfish right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, this is... Um, what that brings up for me, Patricia, is the is um, what I think professionalism really is, mm. which is an understanding that everybody it's like it's it's your name on the show, mm-hmm. but everybody who works on the show has a a life and a um and their own creative aspirations Mm -hmm. and they are doing you the favor if you're lucky 
of putting in their best work yeah. on on your thing. Yeah. It's like, so, so you learn, like it drives me nuts when I see artists who treat art handlers like crap. Yeah, oh, who okay. treat who who treat the people who hang shows or treat or treat like museum security like they're crap or like or or you know that that the people who like work in the places where art happens mm-hmm. are to be cherished and paid attention to yeah. because it doesn't happen if they don't do it and exactly. I and this is the place. You know, this is the place where it's that really shows with Christian is that he's thinking about like he he's thinking about like fashion and turn from that external place. Whereas if you have a career, it's like everybody knows in a business, like who's a shitty person to work for and who's a great person to work for. Mm-hmm. And you're going to put in the effort for somebody who's really good to work for. Yeah. And and you want your events to be a good gig for other people. So, like, this is the place where I feel like his youth is really showing because it's yes. not, it's it does not, he has, he, he has not come to the place of recognizing, like, here's all these other folks. Yeah, yeah, that it's not, you're not yeah. at the center of the universe. Like, this is yeah. a collaboration. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I and it's yeah. interesting because Rami does point that out um, in this moment here when he he he's looking over at Christian. It's and it's kind of like he has a lot to learn about this industry mm-hmm. and how to design clothes for uh, for hum- for people who are um, he, and he says women and not models, but yeah. to to use it as like as people like you're you're designing these clothes right. for real people who have lives and. Um, this these hypothetical people out there who you want to buy them and wear them um and have uh yeah have lives of their of their own experiences and also in just in terms of design um i I know that rami was mostly probably thinking about the that exuberance and that showmanship is like this Mm is impractical but yeah yeah that kind of goes along along lines along lines with that as well and i you know it's it's really wow yeah um if, yeah. if christian were you know maybe not maybe like 10 years older um yeah then it would be very different or i don't know not not to say that people can't change but um yeah yes well, we've had <laughs> you know we in a way we've had the privilege of watching christian grow up you know which mm-hmm. has also you know been nice but one thing that I really, that I also did not like hearing, which is actually what I was making fun of in my tagline, yeah, is that at the end of, oh, yeah. of this whole thing, put on the shoes, go home, Christian said, I mean, and this is something I don't think Christian would say today. Like, no. there's no way I think Christian would say this today. But Christian says, be really skinny, don't eat. Mm-hmm. And I think what Christian meant to say is, oh, my God make my clothes look good. I can't, I can't adapt my clothes to fit you. The clothes are done. You're supposed to fit into those. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm, also brings up the point design differently, but um, <laughs> yeah. 
So that well, was sort of like eye roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would disagree with you because I think he does say it in his role as a mentor. Like all of his complaining about people like eating and and oh. napping yeah. <laughs> like, oh, on, like on the most recent seasons it's those like, old, like he's he's, he's like he's like all of that really you're done you're done you're here having a snack you're eating yeah. like <laughs> like oh my gosh there's still some fat phobia going on there yeah uh, yeah absolutely yeah but i don't and, think he would tell like a plus size model that today and i think today he would he, he, he'd be using a plus size model and not saying that you know or so i hope <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but the fat phobia i i agree nayland i think it's still there and i think it's still a marker of some kind of um uh, achievement that sh- that it shouldn't be. Yeah, right. I think it, it. Yeah, it. It kind of almost is a part of y- your. It, well, yeah, I think it's for him a marker of your level of work ethic, in a mm-hmm. way. Like if I see you um, resting at all, then it means therefore you don't want this as much that you're lazy, right. even though. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, are these people on the show really lazy? Of all the things for you to re- to to relate right. to, um, yeah. lazy people don't try out for these shows. <laughs> Just you know. well, and 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 la- and lazy people are not always larger. Right. Yeah. 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 We're seen napping. Mm-hmm. Right. Very efficient <laughs> people nap. Okay. I no? mean, I I don't complain about people taking those damn cigarette breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's get to these. Oh wait, oh I forgot. Anything well, about the model and, fittings uh, or, or anything? They, they go through, well, they go through the model fittings, yes. and then they go through hair and makeup, and then we get like the what I would say is like the one point of drama mm-hmm. in this episode. It's like they can't like there's they they haven't given them like a twist on what it is that they're supposed to do, et cetera, et cetera. So um, so Jill, we get Jillian's indecision. Jillian doesn't like her short models. <laughs> or that somehow, but what does she say? Like, I looked, I, I, like, I'm looking over my models and they go like, yeah. Um, and so, and so she starts trying to call like the casting. Yeah. She calls someone yeah. named Maddie. I, I wrote these names down. You know, yes. don't give me a Chiron and I'll write your name down. <laughs> so Maddie and Cannon, who I'm thinking are producers because there was a Chiron for the guy who was the model producer and I did not write his name down. I don't know who he is, but she didn't mm-hmm. call him. <laughs> I feel like these might be people associated with production. And she's like, oh, you know, I want to switch out, you know, uh, Amanda for Svetlana. Like, can I, can I, can right. I do that? And it looks as if no one got back to her because she has to call them again, like the day before the runway. <laughs> yeah. Like I got the impression that they just were like, let just let her go. Just let her simmer with her decision. But, it, and it also kind of permeates the room. Everyone's very annoyed, but in yeah. a way I can sort of relate to the self induced neuroses. Yeah. That's, Prior to a big deal of a thing that's happening. Right. You know, like I will. Yeah. yeah it's like, I, how can I give myself more work because I've got all this nervous energy 
and worry, got to put it somewhere. And for, for Jillian, who even though this is her first casting, I think made some strategic decisions that she thought were appropriate for her mm-hmm. collection. And then when she's looking at everything on her Polaroids, she's like, oh, I don't like this. Oh, they're so different. I'm like, okay, all right. That's, that's not the end of the world. Is that really going to be a problem if right. you have different heights in a lineup on, on, your, on your runway? I don't think that really is a big deal. So, it is looked down. It is looked down upon. Oh, it is. Oops. Unfortunately, <laughs> I I don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with it because for me, I was watching. So I was like, oh my god, who cares if they are different heights? Yeah. I mean, right. But there is again, it comes down to expectations of conformity in like if 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 people are di- nothing that walks down a runway should be distracting from clothes. So if if right. models are different heights mm-hmm. or different weights, that has been. I don't agree with it, but that has been an argument that people have used um, to sort of maintain this like very specific sizing. Hmm. Um, I don't agree with it at all, but that that's why that came up. And I also think that that whole thing was the anxiety of perfectionism. Yeah. (laughs) Jillian's response was the anxiety of perfectionism, which. Right. um, Yeah. Because. Well, here's my solution to that, which is that. Um, before an opening, I will go shopping for an outfit. (laughs) And, and that is, and, and this is not a solution that would work for Jillian in this circumstance, but it's like, I've done, I, I, I've done it enough times to know that like, I've done everything that I can do in terms of the show. Yeah. So the way that I'm going to deal with like this, that nervous energy that you described is put it into clothes shopping. <laughs> That's so much more like sophisticated than embarrassing myself dancing, which is what I do. <laughs> it, well, I know. There's it's, no right or wrong. Like it's, it's self-medicating you, know. you, you do, but it's the acknowledgement that it's like actually you're going to hyper fixate on something in the process. Mm. That's just part of the nature of the beast that at a certain point you will hyper fixate and by you i mean me and so it's better for me to put that into trying to find the right accessory than Mm. trying to futz around with something else in the show which really i can't change yeah yeah i i mean i that's that's great because it's like Jillian couldn't leave the set and go shop for an outfit, <laughs> um, unfortunately. But that's what I what I would have suggested to her. It's like it, your problem is not the models. Exactly. Make yourself some pants, <laughs> yeah. Jillian. Like if you can't leave, just like, oh, what would I, yeah. <laughs> what would I like to wear? Just make yeah. yourself some clothes, some overalls. <laughs> um. Okay. So that that essentially takes up the the the. Two days before and the day before is Jillian's whole setup. Um, Then they have their hair consultation with Nathaniel Hawkins. Um, You know, just kind of seeing what's what's going on with the hair. Christian is doing, they call it a sleek back look, which just looks like a low to the side ponytail knot. Um, It's it's probably like the least amount... (laughs) styling on the hair that I've ever seen in the history of Project Runway. But um, and then Jillian has this floaty bouncy look and then, you know, Rami has got the braided front. Right. Well, also, I mean, it's it's Christian, like all of his models have enormous hats. So, yes, 
much hair are you going to do, really? Yeah, and they, they've, like, fanned it out in the back because there will be feathers. There will be feathers, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's see. We do have another yeah. model fitting. There's, like, a little, like, late night thing the night before because I don't think everyone was able to get their models in, in one day. And we also have this time with Tim, which is their last caucus or their last gather round before they dismiss themselves for the night. So uh, I wrote down what Tim said and Tim says that he has never been presented with a season of project runway when the work has been at this high of a level consistently. And then he goes, just goes like, I trust that you guys are going to do superbly. Well, you are an inspiration to me. It was really wonderful. No tears. Yeah. And, but it's the, very, it's you know it's the fourth season and he's yeah. not wrong. Yeah, they're all they're all very professional. Yes, I mean except for the behavioral issues. Right, exactly. Talk. Yeah, that'd be. But in terms yeah. of like the clothes that have been executed, yeah, it's yes. they you know. Um, and then they do get their runway order from Tim, which is great. They get so Jillian will go first, then Rami second, and then Christian will go last. Hmm. All right. Anything else about this before we head to the morning of the runway? When they're getting at at the butt crack of dawn, the sun's yes. not up yet. I mean, it, it, I don't know what time, but it looks like four a.m. It's something crazy, and they walk up to Bryan Park. It's dark outside. They get to see, uh, you know, their runway, and it's for me. I'm like, oh, it's just so nice to be back at the park. <laughs> I really, mm. I kind of miss the tents being at Bryan Park. You know, now they're spread all over the city mostly in Lincoln center now. And, um, they're out and just to name, just to kind of give the lay of the land, the, the audience will be 2000 people deep. So it's, it's a pretty huge show. And apparent, and according yeah. to Nina Garcia, we find this out later, they closed fashion week. So this was the final, um, show. runway yeah. for that year's fashion week of 2000, 2007. Um, all right. So, Time for some pre-show drama. We've got some late models. <laughs> we have Jillian mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, still mm-hmm. stitching some stuff backstage. Uh, but it's still, again, it's not on the level of what we see in later seasons where you've got whole sewing machines and people just kind of running around like 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 crazy. Right. Rami looks like everything is perfectly fine. The alumni of Project Runway start to gather. We do see some celebrities. Tyson Beckford is there. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jay Carroll. Jay Carroll, season one winner. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like the who's who of the Project Runway Bravo family um, coming in. And then, of course, the previous designers from season four or the eliminated designers of season four are showing up. And in the in the midst of everything, Christian is still missing two of his models. But mm-hmm. for the most part, they do show up eventually. Christian doesn't flip a lid. It's fine, but also Christian's mm-hmm. going last, so it's not that big of a deal, quite right. frankly. Um, also, I have to say that there is a moment where, I don't know, like it dawns on Jillian, like I wrote about this, where she's she kind of like has to stop because it's time to go up. And she's like, oh, it dawns on me. I did it. I really did it. I'm so mm-hmm. proud of myself. And I just I just really love that. I yes. loved, she said something. She said, I'm astounded by what I did. And I 
really like that. It's very sweet. It's really wonderful. <laughs> yeah, and I think to me that that's the reward is mm-hmm. if you get to do something that leaves you feeling that way, mm-hmm. like that's Yeah. That's the reward. So well well done, well, Jillian, you already won. Yeah. <laughs> we also we also get to I'm trying to think about like who else from uh from previous seasons. We get to see Laura. Oh. Is one of my favorite all-time contestants, Laura. I think what was she? Uh, the second, the first runner-up. If we were talking in terms of beauty queen, yeah, in season three. Season three, we do we mm-hmm. get Laura and uh, Sibelius, uh Jeffrey mm-hmm. from season three yes. as well. And um, man, yeah, it's like a, it's like an, it feels like an A-list event. Hmm. All right. Anything else so, before I, I prompt us to pull out our cheat sheets? <laughs> um, you do get to, we are reminded that it's the Weinstein era. We do get to see like a gross yes. shot of Harvey at like, like sitting front and center. Uh Oh, I missed that. Yes, we do. By the runway. I noticed that too. Whoops. Yeah. And it was just like shudder inducing, like, oh, look at that. But yeah. you know what? If one wants to redeem one's eyes, you, you next to um, next to um, Harvey Weinstein is Tyler Beckford, who was actually then a Ralph Lauren Polo model. Oh, so oh, that's right. why I didn't notice uh, Harvey Weinstein because I was looking at I was looking at Tyson <laughs> Beckford. <laughs> yeah, good job, good job. And I actually, like, you know, just... it's funny. That year, or the year before that, or maybe two years before that, mm-hmm. um, that that um, model did a um, a run, like an AIDS run in Central Park. And I actually, I mean, I can't say that I met that person, but like, he like met a whole group of runners, and I was one of the, like the twenty people who like shook that model's hand. Well, so that's how I even remember him. that person's name. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say that, but that's how I remember that name. You know <laughs> so what? I'm, like, I'm claiming oh, that well, I'm the person. You, yeah, you, go ahead. Sorry, and go ahead. I'm, I'm like shouting, like, you, you met him. It's totally fine. You met him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember models' names from any campaigns, but that one, then, I, of course, I was like, oh, look, that person's modeling for, for and they were actually, it was a polo thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. This, they oh. were at the age run as a polo thing. They were handing out polo things, like chapstick. I think I had polo chapstick wow. for a long time because of this. <laughs> what? I, what? They branded chapstick? Yeah. I know. I know. It's so funny. Fashion is funny. I don't think I realized just how deep into Ralph Lauren he was. That's interesting. But it's interesting that not are they, they are front row at a Ralph, a, a former or current Ralph Lauren employee <gasps> oh, show. Right. And I thought that was wonderful. Uh, so I was like, well, oh, good, good job. I, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's all... A, I feel like that's all Harvey stuff, though. Oh, hmm. yeah. Like, I, like I really feel like I like this. Like seeing him seated there made me think, like, huh? Was he like trying to work some sort of a deal with Victoria Beckham hmm. at this moment? Like, yeah. I, like, like it's so. I mean, sleazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also this is the moment. Like, I I do think that like the fourth season is where Project Runway really starts to transition into like 
brand endorsement and mm-hmm. and those deals start to loom a lot larger in terms of running the editorial part of the of the show of the challenges and of the show yeah and i feel like that's the power that those um that uh, that that management that that company had weinstein company had was about deal making mm-hmm. about packaging yeah wow yeah. that's so interesting um huh so right. i i mean i i don't you know I'm I'm finding nefarious stuff everywhere, but um, but I just I'm I'm would I don't think that 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 like lineup happens by accident. No, not in the first row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think we're finding you're finding nefarious stuff because it's there. I don't. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there. Um, so um, Heidi comes out. Yeah. To introduce the show. And, and uh, what do you think of this outfit? I loved it. Mm-hmm. So Heidi comes out wearing something that I think could have. So it's like this shiny art deco 20s-esque t-shirt mm-hmm. with jeans. And I liked it because it sort of looks like what she wore for the um, for I, I would say the last official runway, which it was kind of kind of rocker, edgy, punk kind of deal more casual than she's been ever mm-hmm. and she's continuing it here but also it kind of called out to in a maybe a bad way that could have been in Rami or Julian or Jillian's uh, runway show mm-hmm. <laughs> like a commercial version of something that Jillian will show and something that Rami will show so mm-hmm. that's just yeah that's what I thought what'd you guys think I, I liked it I was like it's so casual it's wonderful it's cool I, I think it I felt like it was like nice that she wasn't trying to like overshadow the show oh nice yeah right like it's like it's it's very it's very cash yeah and Mm -hmm. and it's you know um and so um it's also very like golden cream (laughs) like like when heidi wants to go that route yeah you know yeah (laughs) like an elegant i yeah yeah, I thought the same as you, Nayland. I was like, "Wow, this is like." Th- it made me think about my grandfather. Like classic old school European hardware, where you don't upstage your guests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, it, and it's sort of like also, it, how many times has Heidi walked that runway? Any runway, right? So this is her show, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I thought it was like a really lovely gesture. Like, hey, I'm here as a working girl today, and mm-hmm. I look this amazing anyway so yeah it was cool yeah it was great the other thing that i noticed about this is that um the the shows don't have themes i know and and i'm relieved (laughs) 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 like if you think about i mean you guys are doing um uh next in fashion Mm mm-hmm have you have you noticed that like those shows? It's like everything has got a fucking theme to it. Yeah, I mean, with like a big build up and ugh. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that I really loved about all of their intros, which uh-huh. you know, 
just talk well to start with Jillian. Um, yeah, it just it wasn't a whole thesis statement. There was no art announcement about like this is what it means and this is what it's about and like I took a walk around New York and thought about all the trees and the Argonauts she doesn't even say Argonauts and it's just like this Mm -hmm. it it could have been edited out but I don't think it was I think it was very straightforward I was inspired by something Mm -hmm. and here are the clothes because in a way Mm -hmm. that's not important to show it's not it's not necessary yeah Um, so, well, let's 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 get into it. So, listeners, the cheat sheet is in the show notes. So, click on the link. There are three pages. One page dedicated to each designer, and and there are judges. So, let's talk about these judges real quick. We have the normals. We have Nina Garcia, and mm-hmm. we have Michael Kors, who is wrapped in black. And also, take your fucking sunglasses <laughs> off. Come on. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but it, but my sunglasses are also black. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, darling, I know. <laughs> but it the runway, the runway is the so white. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have um, Victoria Beckham, mm-hmm. who's definitely wearing something from her line, I would assume, but also like just a shock of orange. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, so let's let's get into this. Jillian comes out introduces her her work says thank you and i love you to her family and hello to everyone and then she curtsies very very (laughs) daintily at the end so let's okay let's get into this runway and uh how do you guys want to start i'm up for talking about any piece that you want or we can kind of like let the let them come in order and as they as they come to mind. Why don't we start with like an overall look for mm-hmm. first okay. and then go from there. All right, let's do that. Yes. All right, so so Patricia <laughs> I'm gonna time it as soon as you take a drink of water <laughs> and ask you to talk and and drink water at the same time. Okay. Okay. Um, so should I start? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, overall, I'm, I'm really liking the palette, but a lot of the shapes that I thought were problematic are here, and they're here hmm. n- not making sense with other shapes. So, for example, on look, the first look is already triangular shoulder. Second look, downplayed shoulder. Um, third look, shoulder irrelevant. Fourth look, shoulder exposed. Fifth look, pointy shoulder. Sixth look, ruffly, I forget what word, uh, oh, poodly, poodly mm-hmm. shoulder. Um, sixth look, pointy shoulder again. So there were so many shapes that I'm like, where, what, where, why, yeah. you know? And um, again, like the, I really like, look, let's see. Uh, n- number nine, um, I love that the sleeves again the puff the puff shoulder sleeves are a bit much but that's a really strong look in relation to the inspiration for this collection Mm. Um, but it doesn't make sense with anything before it or after although i do like the last look the very the last look which is a a strapless dress i like it with uh, look number nine like that to me has enough has a, a 
enough range between those two looks. Mm-hmm. Um, but that range there isn't seen... Like, those are the t- only two looks that I can point to that have some kind of indication of range together. I can't point to any two or three looks and and think that, but that's that's me. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. was it pleasant to look at? Sure. Yeah. Was it cohesive? Mm, you know. I mean, it's it's for the most part separates and knitwear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and you can really see the places where um, she got um, inspired by the armor. Basically, like her jackets are the things that are sort of the strongest. Yeah. I think. Um, and, and then you can see the places where she needed to dig deeper, which to me is, um, like take that hat off of the first model. It's the wrong hat. (laughs) All of your other hats refer to helmets. Mm Um, and uh, and this is a fedora, like a bad fedora that's already over a cowl, which is which the cowl refers to a kind of chain mail that you would you know that's that's a kind of armor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Patricia, that the that the what's strong in the shoulders is the sort of peaked shoulders on look five and look seven. Mm-hmm. Um. And and a thing that she did not do enough of, I think, is using these kind of cutouts. Mm. So it's so to me, look eight is the one that feels the most like it's it has all of that sort of reference, but mm-hmm. it also wears it lightly. Um and and it has this sort of midriff cutout that doesn't feel like it, like weird mm-hmm. um yeah i like i i like the um look number seven all of the red reveal like that's like mm. that's sort of mm. her most um sort of her smartest runway moment out of all of this mm. and then it's like the armor thing is sort of crossed with a kind of equestrian thing yeah And that is sort of weird. And then you have look 11, which is really like a weird kind of prom dressy thing that Mm -hmm. is that sort of worked in the same way that the that the other dresses are. Yeah, there's a lot of that sort of ribbing in it, but I don't think it I, I don't think it necessarily makes sense. And it, this is just a personal thing with me, but I hate these sort of bustier, um, cat's eye um <laughs> treatment it's like if you're going to have a bustier then i that um, i don't understand what doing that sort of those sort of like weird oval um uh, oh. uh outlining does for the look hmm. i don't know it's it's I, it's yeah. it's literally my eyes are down here yeah. and she does it in two places she does it in she does it in the in the last look and she does it in the gold look yeah yeah and it's funny i have oh my gosh nayland i i it's so funny that you said that because when i saw this dress especially in the cheat sheet i didn't think about it on the runway but on this um 
kind of look lookbook sheet. It, I'm expecting like the Felix the cat eyes to go back and forth. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to hear that and and think about what Christian Siri how Christian Siriano dressed Janelle Monet for the Met Gala yeah, a couple of years ago eye. with the eyeball eyeball yeah. down here, but completely different, <laughs> completely yeah. different. And it is very tiresome to have people, any people of, of any gender, like approach women's breasts or how to dress women's breasts in a way that references um, the, the understructure of corsetry mm-hmm. and undergarments and all this other stuff. It's sort of like, okay, what, like... It seems like it's, to me, very gender reductive, or at least traditional gender reductive, to kind of reference that construction mm-hmm. as outerwear or as out, out-facing garment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it's kind of tiresome to see. Yeah. Ernest, yeah, I agree with you. Um, Ernest, what do you think? Well, you know, and, and then the more that you guys talk about it, the more I'm, it's, I'm realizing what I had such an issue with because it was sort of like, I don't know where my eye wants to just mm. stay because it feels yeah. like she forgot about what she wanted to do on certain outfits. Like even going to the one with, I call them the, the Tauntaun sleeves or the Poodle mm-hmm. sleeves. Um, it, it doesn't. I, 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 I agree with Tim. Like, I like this sweater. I think it's doing something interesting. And like, I like the, um, the, the, the second to last dress. So, so number 11, but it's doing something totally different. And then this, then number, uh, number 10, you know, to me, I, it just, it just looks like an Easter outfit for someone who's a teenager. It's very junior, but it's doing mm. something very different than dress number four, for instance, which I feel like is, the only dress that belongs in this collection and mm-hmm. maybe the last one. Like, I think the last dress is beautiful and with the bustier, there's something cowboy about it. So it's, so it, it goes, it goes into this all iterations of I'm on a horse kind of like Argonauts are on a horse. What else is on a horse? Yeah. Uh, equestrian. I, you know, I ride, I ride in the, in the, the hills of Montauk. I don't know if that is mm. real or <laughs> I have a lasso. And, you know, it, so it's being like a rider. Okay. Even with the boots, the boots are very equestrian, but also so in style in the late nineties. I remember always right. wanting a, a, like a style of those types of boots and especially it being a fall collection, you know, they're, they're, they're a a really good staple, but I agree. I think the first hat is such a miss. (laughs) Yeah. I think the beret on the sixth outfit is also a miss. Like, why? Why? And then if you want to be modern with it, you know, I thought, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I thought the, the, the jacket, (laughs) the look number seven was too much. I used to love this jacket when I first saw the, saw the, uh, the, the runway, like that, was my favorite piece. But also, I love mm-hmm. what she's doing with the hood. So, if you want to have a head right. covering and have it be modern and reference something modern, then do something with those hoods. But I thought right. the last three pieces were obligatory. Like, I have to do this. I have to figure out a way to lead up to a dress. So, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work down to this evening wear. But also, I'm going to forget what I'm what my thesis was. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I, I think the places that you pointed out, Ernez are mm. where her Ralph Lauren is showing. Oh, interesting. it's like where she, when she doesn't quite know what to do. She kind of goes to this 
sort of yeah. patrician, like class aspirational thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. that is that doesn't have like a, you know, it's just not as strong. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you're in a, a Ralph Lauren show, a Lauren's store, it's all about like, I'm on a horse. <laughs> yeah. It's very equestrian. Yeah. And. And also, she's, I don't know where she's from on Wrong Island, but I do know that, I mean, not that I've been there, but there has been tabloid fever about Madonna having um, Madonna's own, like, riding ranch out there. That's oh. where Madonna rides, has her horses. <laughs> and people, a lot of the upper class, mm-hmm. upper upper 1% people or even, like, quarter percent people do that kind of thing out there for yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's also influencing Jillian's ideas of who buys this kind of style, who is it mm. for, and and what to aspire, like as Nayland said, what to aspire to. Yeah, I think season, if anyone catches this, season one of Real Housewives of New York, Luann Deliceps would be a major, <laughs> a major customer. <laughs> Because if, if anyone cares about this reference, you know, we meet, so Luann Deliceps, you know, Countess Luann, um, in, in in her introduction, she's on, on a polo field. We, we meet this housewife at a polo match <laughs> in the Hamptons. So it's, you know, that, that, oh, that's right, what right, comes that to mind. Oh, and you know what? It's sponsored by Ralph Lauren. Like oh. they, Ralph Lauren actually sponsors all that stuff. Full circle. Jillian's probably you know. there. You know, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts about Jillian's collection? Before we go to uh, Rami. Ready for Rami? Okay. Let's just I'm good. Let's go to sure. Rami. All right. Next we have Rami. And um, again, Rami comes out and his collection's all about women. So let's get to Uh-oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> It celebrates women. Thanks, Rami. Because, you know, that's really what it is all about. It's about mm-hmm. women. All right. Oh, I'm, yeah. Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> Naylan, do you want to get with, do you want to jump on first? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like when, when you say that I can only hear, like, the song Pretty Women from Sweeney Todd. Does it involve murder? It kind it, like it involves it, it involves the way that men project uh, a, a relish a kind of projected delicate delicate and hapless um, decorative nature to women mm. um, and and how um, and how deeply creepy that is. <laughs> um, Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. let's get into how creepy this is. I mean, no, it's not oh, like yeah. super creepy, yeah. but it's not super creepy. There's there's good stuff in here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just say that he manages to work in um, blue, red, green, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like like we get four colors in there. I I kind of <laughs> appreciated the range of colors, even if yeah, I didn't yeah. agree with them all being together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's, he does that thing that Project Runway loves of like using satin, but not making it look cheap. Right. Doesn't look worked or hammered. <laughs> Those are the words. 
Um, or, or hot glued. <laughs> I, you know, I think that it's um, it it is it's weird because I feel like the gowns know what they are. Mm-hmm. Like the like the especially the last two gowns know know what they are. The shorter dresses and the separates are kind of, uh, like, make me ask the question of, like, well, who is wearing this and and what are they doing while they wear it? It's not, they're, they're not office clothes. <laughs> I guess that they're day dresses. But, like, but, but look at, like, look number, uh... Eight. Mm-hmm. Like, who would ever wear that? Like, if you had those separates, would you wear them together? I mean, right? I you're not in. You're not in an. You're not in an army. <laughs> <laughs> A very fabulously well, elegant the, um... army, and in, in like you know, this is this is the organza. olive top with the with the sort of sheer yeah with the organza and the heavily draped sleeve heavily draped sleeve and then the and then the loose fitting pants yeah and the gold cuff yes yeah styled with a gold cuff i just i just think it's so hilarious to call these because it they look like movie office clothes to me because yeah. I, I was thinking of this, uh, the last, oh, wait, no, number six. So so outfit number six is the closest thing that I can imagine someone would show up to their first round of interviews in the building where they say that Devil, Wolves, Devil Wears Prada or something. Like if, they, if all uh-huh. you saw were fashion mm-hmm. movies about offices or, wait, what, I feel like you call it like corporate fashion or corporate i can't remember <laughs> what did i call it there was uh, a word, I had a word. oh um, yeah well you oh know. i i corporate corporate um I'll, I'll think of it yeah it wasn't corporate cosplay it was something in that vein something something <laughs> around that where it's like this is what you think oh like you know what i i work for i work for glamour magazine so this is what i wear to work oh. every day or Cor- corporate fandom corporate fandom yeah corporate fandom mm. So that's the only because the first outfit to me is so strange looking. It's interesting to look at mm-hmm. as a almost like a sculpted piece. I you know, I I I wouldn't even imagine this being anywhere except for on at an award ceremony. But then you have that fourth piece, the fourth fourth five four, five, six, and seven are all kind of strange to me even though i I like them individually but it's like this is the way you style it it does look like office clothes i I can't imagine look number four being office anywhere outside of like um a munich beer hall (laughs) you know like office daytime munich beer hall it's sort of like what the heck is that um (laughs) So between, I actually think look number two is actually the only corporate friendly, and even maybe look yes. number three. Um, I, I, I agree with you that look number two feels like very, um, very receptionist. Hmm. 
But yeah, or Condé like, Nast, right? Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, go but ahead. But anyway, go on, Patricia. You were, you were. Oh, was I? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was just sorry, looking and wondering, like, where do I start between like the army debutante outfit and and the <laughs> the sort of like beer hall moment? But um, I. I like the range of colors, but I don't think the colors that were chosen complement the shapes that they're in. Um, and that's something I really struggled with in this collection, with the exception of the black dress and the gold dresses. I thought those, the color and the material and the shapes were nicely together. I, so I wear a lot of black, but I actually like a lot more colors than black. And I think that uh, I feel really good in this kind of olive green. I like that color. I think it works well with my complexion. Mm-hmm. And even being so partial to that color, I like the weaving on look number, I think it's look number nine. Uh, wait. Mm-hmm. Is it the, fir- yeah, the look first number dress? Nine. Yeah, the first dress. Yeah. The, the top is really nice, but then it's it, it's too long. I don't know what happens to it at the, near the end. Um, I can't say that having, I don't know how to call this, but all the color was sort of color blocked together. It's like all the red things were in a row, all the green, the two green things were in a row, the two gold gowns were together. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Um, it was very monotonous for a very disjointed collection. I think this is the most disjointed collection out of all of them for me. I think the last dress is beautiful, but expect the last three dresses, the three of them, beautiful, but predictable. I this have... is stuff that you see at Fashion Week, like runway after runway, mm-hmm. in different in different organizations of like a style stamp. But yeah. So I have a question about that third to last dress, the the the, the gold one. When it walked, it looked like there was something going on near the left thigh and I described it as it looked very intentional it wasn't a mistake but to me I was like this looks like a herniated drape Mm, (laughs) there was like a growth there and I was like he meant to do that but it looks herniated you you know I I, did you guys notice that because you can kind of see it in the cheat sheet but it was the most weird choice to make out of all the draping, <laughs> why would you do that there? Yeah, it was like a little bubble, a little hanging bubble, yeah. which I think um, look number five has a little bit of a bubble, at, at, a little bit at the, at the waist, mm-hmm. or, or like below the waist. Interesting. Um, you know, I actually have this, <laughs> I have a dress from this era that I bought on eBay. Shocking, I know. <laughs> but the... The dress is by it. Oh my god! It's um, I have to remember how to pronounce. It's not. It's a French designer that did a lot of stripes, and it's two two words. Oh, what are they called? But they have. It's from this era, and it has a, the bubble comes to a point at the end. It very much precedes like Lady Gaga points in garments. Mm-hmm. Um, but this thirty dollar dress on eBay that I bought encapsulates that in my opinion like so much better than this herniated drape that you just pointed out 
Um, so, it, what it, so it's sort of hard for me to look at that and take it seriously. Um, yeah. Because it just doesn't look very good. It's like, what is that? Yeah. You know? What is that space for? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Just just leave it alone. <laughs> just, let it, just let it go. <laughs> yeah. And that, that blouse that we liked so much, look number seven, is, did not really stand out in this runway at all. No, it didn't. And also, I I was not sure, but that that uh, intimidating t- uh, piece that he brought out during the workroom crit with Tim, I don't think made it into it because it's it is the top part, unless it's a part of this this gown that he made. Remember the, the it's that's the tiered nineteen thirties antique lace mm. that he made that entire gown out of. I liked that top, and I was like, oh, where. Wasn't that supposed to be another piece, but more casual? And it would have been a nice little tie into that. But, mm-hmm. but I thought about that when I saw that shirt, that top, because I I really did like that drape uh, when we saw it during Tim's home visit. Um, and yeah, kind of got yeah. lost. And and also, just what is with these headbands? Okay. Oh God. The headbands. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I mean enough said. <laughs> it's so princess in a way that I'm like, uh, okay, I don't know why this makes me annoyed so much because it's it it okay, there are certain things, okay, there are a couple of things because especially with the color blocking, like put, like putting all these colors together, only the last only the models with the dresses are wearing these headbands. Right. And I just think it's overkill. It's overdone. And it's a way of being like, well, this is a fancy hair braid. I'm going to crown mm-hmm. their hair with like princesses, but with, with these braids where they're just well, kind and of, with, yeah. and, and with this weird um, sheer, it's like a, it's like a headband where a bunch of stuff has been sewn onto the front and the rest of it is like a sort of sheer ribbon mm-hmm. that like ties over the model's ears it's like the it it is it it's such a bad accessory because but this is if if they have weird ears because that's another thing about models not only are they people <laughs> they've got weird ears that barely look human so you gotta pin them back down with <laughs> with these head these head I don't know yeah oh yeah yes all right. <laughs> That's what's happening yeah. there, Nayla. That explains That's what, it. Okay, now I get it. Oh. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> because, yeah, because a headband is like, it comes, it doesn't even go under their ear. It's it's holding in their ears yeah. at the yeah. top. It's just a weird thing to do to someone's head. I find it very infantilizing, and I can't move beyond it. Yes. Yes. It does look exactly like the sort of thing you tie onto a toddler when you're taking the photograph. <laughs> Because, um, like, maybe it will stay on long enough for you to be able to get a shot before they pull it off of their head and put it in their mouth. Oh, my God. It's it's a toddler tiara. That, oh, my God. It, that's exactly what it is. Oh, man. Oh, wow. There we go. It's very deep. It's very deep, yeah. I have to say. Like, it just... Yes. Man. But, you know, right. That's how Let's... we celebrate women. You infantilize them with a little yes. toddler tiara. Because that's what it's all about. <laughs> baby women 
let's let's get on to Christian. All right, next we have Christian, who had the closest to what we know now as like a you know what a what a thesis presentation is of your runway show. I didn't write down anything Christian said because um, he pull he pulls in his his tag his own taglines like oh my god so uh, thank you all like oh oh my god everyone looks so great everyone looks so fierce um <laughs> wait for applause pause for applause pause for applause um thank you guys so much for coming and i hope you like the show what? fierce 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 and mm-hmm. it, it, and also i wanted to point this out um jillian is first and we have like a smattering of applause here and there la 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 and then rami comes out and, and i was like oh is this because rami's already famous everyone just explodes and erupts in and in applauses and then we have christian and clearly a fan favorite where i was like like yes Yes, the loudest applause ever. <laughs> Just got louder and louder as you go through. All right, so let's get into this last and final runway of this finale, Christian Siriano. And uh, it, call it, Ernest. Okay, let me tell yes, you. Yes, go for let it. Let me tell you. So my the, this ties into my tagline. This is this is what I was referencing. Here we go. So the very first time I saw this was with my uh, regularly scheduled Project Runway binge night with the group of friends, my group of friends back in Philadelphia, which included Samilia Kolar, my beloved uh, uh, original co-host. And Mm -hmm. we watched this and I watched this runway, Christian's runway, the way I watch tennis alone in my apartment, which is I'm screaming at my television. I am banging the ground with the palm of my hand. I'm jumping up and down. And I remember being like, oh, I've never felt like this during Project Runway. This is like I'm watching a tennis match. And because it just started immediately with the, with the music, but then with the attitude of um, of, of the – of, of the of the models and just like a bam 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 you know after coming from Rami and Jillian's where Jillian has this really wonderful almost like vaguely Caribbean type vibe with her music then we have Rami with the princesses and then now we have <laughs> feathers and leather and <laughs> uh, just you know everyone is is just huge and cinched in and it was just very dramatic and was it's always fun to watch this runway i watch this runway often um Mm -hmm. relatively often to every everything else and i thought what was wonderful about this is that the worst walker was the muse (laughs) everyone was great everyone's great but the one two three four five so number six is is um christian's muse i forgot the name of the the model Mm -hmm. but she is the Uh the one who's um uh also in the running for for an L magazine spread. Right. Um, but everyone else just came out looking so great. And I also think that I remember the applause from the audience as well, being something that I'd never really experienced before in watching the show. And we had some smattering of applause for Jillian and Rami, but it sounded edited in after listening and after having, having watched this, this runway over and over again. But for this, we get to see the audience and it's for sure they're applauding. Um, but I will say that we have, um, I don't know, like I, I, I just thought the texture was amazing. And what I had to do with these images on the cheat sheet was lighten them up in, in Photoshop because that is something that I, I noticed 
watching this again is that a lot of the detail is so lost um, uh, with the first half of the show being in all black. And I'm not, I'm, we're, I'm so used to watching this and knowing that black is a no-no on Project Runway. And then after coming up with, after Rami, who kind of had all this color blocking and colored blocked off in his show, this was, you know, very, a very, uh, a very black runway. But what I didn't notice was just kind of like how it light, how the color palette lightened up in the end and how we all have our black models mm-hmm. at the very end of the runway. But it kind of shifts the, um, or I should say our darker skin model, because we do have a, um, I think their third model is is a model of color, mm-hmm. but it kind of shifts in a way where it's this interesting, consistently dramatic story that that you know goes into the end. I just my my favorite part was is sort of just mostly in how the how the runway looked, but secondary to the clothes. I have to say, so the seventh model is still it will always be my favorite um, because you. You cannot see her face on this, on this cheat sheet, and mm-hmm. it's very um, purposeful that you won't see her face until she gets to the end of the runway, <laughs> when she mm-hmm. lifts up her head and that humongous hat, and then you can just see barely see her face over the neck thing that Christian refuses to take out of the mm-hmm. lineup. Um, anyway, I don't know. That's those are just my thoughts and feelings about this. It felt like watching a tennis match, <laughs> essentially. Like watching mm-hmm. this run away. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> but did you think it was cohesive, coherent? Like, did you think it made sense from start to finish as a story? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cohesive. And what I also realized in in, in looking at uh, 12, 11, 10, n- number 10, that used to be paired with that huge uh, uh, blouse, the very balloon pirate-esque blouse was going to go with feather pants. And he took out those feather pants. And we didn't get the feather pants anywhere else, but we did have a little bit of of an indication that Christian really thought about how about the costume and about the the amount of feathers that he wanted to to Mm -hmm. get here. Um, I will say that a little bit too much of it was cinched for me. There wasn't a lot of play around with that silhouette, but it was different enough. And I, and I think with the black textured enough where it was, it, it was just interesting and exciting to look at. So, yeah. What did you think, Nayland? I think, um, I, well, a few things. One, um, I like it so much more in these pictures than I necessarily liked it walking. Hmm. Yes. Um, and and it's it's proof to me that um, that that that's one of Christian's great strengths is he knows what outfit is going to take a good picture. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's there's clearly a thing that he likes and that he was sort of obsessed with at this time. And it's not something that I've ever liked, but that doesn't mean that it's not that, that he hasn't executed. Like I, I hate that sort of um, tight up top. um, But like the first look sets my teeth on edge. Hmm. 
<laughs> Especially like how sort of that that sort of stretchy. Oh, yeah. Um, liquid look fabric that's on the top. I it 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 um it really does make me unhappy and i feel like it looks really i I feel like it walked poorly Mm -hmm. but yeah but again it's like you look at all of this together and it's like this is somebody who is into what they're into and understands how you put a show together around the clothes like has an idea about dressing Mm mm-hmm and that's the thing that I always sort of come to is like, what is this person saying about what it means to get dressed? Mm. And the, and this show has like a really um, clear sense of what that means, you know, and it's sort of pageant and gal and gallant and sort of musketeerish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that that is, and that, and that that like, totally works even when it's bringing in these other references um i you know so so that's sort of my my thing with it is that um it is remarkably assured like i don't have the same questions for christian's clothes than i do for rami's clothes Hmm. right Yeah. yeah like 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 I look at I look at Rami's collection, I'm like, they got dressed to do what? <laughs> and <laughs> and 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 this is clearly like they got dressed to promenade around. Yeah. Like they're like I'm I do like you would never you wouldn't wear this to the office. You're not mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe you were at some sort of a celebration, but clearly what dressing is to Christian is going out and um and looking striking and being on view and being on parade Mm -hmm. yeah and being the center of attention exactly yeah and and these are clothes that definitely facilitate that yeah you know i i think that first look that you talked about nayland i first of all i i I don't think it's flattering it's not it doesn't seem well cut Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to fit the model very well but also i don't think something that tight looks good on people that thin Mm -hmm. yeah because it's sort of like okay uh you know um so it's it's very awkward it's a very awkward top and and that was a a choice to open the show with which i think is really questionable Mm -hmm. one of the things i think about when looking at this runway on top of all the strengths that it demonstrates is how come a look like this number one look and and as Nayland, I, I love the term musketeerish, um, <laughs> but all of that. How come that? How come costuming didn't come up for this collection? Whereas had it been Chris March, that would have been the um, like what people would have said. Like, oh, this doesn't work because it's costumey. But for some reason here, like I look at look number number nine mm-hmm. and i'm like what which painting is this supposed to be referencing mm-hmm. a rembrandt what like mm-hmm. so but patricia i have an answer for you oh please which is that it's not like like christian is smart enough to put them all in pants <laughs> that are that are you know that are not 
<laughs> well, that are that are fitted pants, but are not outlandish pants. Mm-hmm. And and Chris March wouldn't have cut the feather pants, right? Which yeah, which is what makes that which would would have made that look. It would have kept that look cohesive, hmm. but it but it like basically what. Christian's collection is saying is in a way like if you've got a great pair of pants then you can have a really outlandish thing that you throw over on top of it I think that's what he learned from Tim (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. totally yeah Yeah. and that that's and 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 that's like you know what what is really strong here I think that the I think the last look is also a little weak in that same way that it seems a little tortured Anyway, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to stop your train of thought, Patricia. But it's just no, like you no, you didn't. I think that that I I I think that's really where you see Christian's intelligence mm-hmm. is that this is an idea about dressing that's not mm-hmm. like that's like yeah, you have this thing where you have like a really good foundation mm-hmm. that basically provides the frame, and then you go wild. On top of the frame, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and it, and I think that first outfit was sort of the flip of it. Yeah, because um, you don't know like what the frame is and what it what it isn't. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also what ca- just came to mind. Sorry, uh, is that so? I just kind of like look through the previous season. So, but that's that's next season. Actually, no, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead, Patricia. I just mm-hmm. answered my own question in my head, and I was wrong. Oh, oh, that's always nice. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most cohesive collection of the three, mm-hmm. right? It is. Even though all the things we're picking and, and like kind of focusing on and referencing, it is like I was really impressed with how consistent um, Christian was with all the zippers. Mm-hmm. Like there, there were like very consistent mm-hmm. styling on all of that. Um, yeah, I also was surprised during the judging later when when um, I think it was Nina. Oh, we're seeing shapes that we have not seen before, and I was sort of like, "Untrue! You 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 have been championing all the designers that Christian has worked for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we we have seen feather dresses before. Mm-hmm. We have seen lots of ruffles. You know, from the fifties even. So, I'm not sure. I think that if I had to think about what sensibility is new is is new that Christian is offering us with this, is that it's it's entirely based on proportion yeah and this like strange strange conflict of textures yeah yeah well actually um are you ready to get into the judging mm-hmm. the notes that they sure. presented to them um so let's actually start okay so yeah so we so we, we bring them off the runway they head back to maybe parsons i don't know where they are but I, I also want to bring up Heidi's intro to them because it, it also sounds as if they have expanded their prize package without telling us because she reiterates or repeats what they get. But what's also added into this is 
um, a management contract with, um, oh gosh, I, I wrote this here with, um, with a management contract. Oh goodness. Yes. So they get, oh, they hear the prizes. Yes. They get a, they get management for one year with designers management agency. Huh? Which I don't think she's ever announced that during the season. Um, anyway, but also just kind of to bring that up before we, re- really and they get a car, they get a car. It's like, which we've known like the, they get a, a 2008 yeah. Saturn Astra, a spread and L magazine. They get the option of, of selling things at bluefly.com and a hundred thousand dollars to start their own line. They don't get a brother's sewing room and it's not furnished by brothers. It's furnished by Tresemme this time. Not in lifetime yet. Not in lifetime yet. So, um, and then, so when they, they do meet the judges, of course, it's with Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, Victoria Beckham. And also, uh, we, we, okay, yeah. So we start first with, with, with Jillian and her feedback. And she gets to let the, this is the yeah, this is, the, this is her first time and Christian's first time in front of the judges. Um, and she offers that, again, she was inspired by the last challenge at the Met selected the painting with the um, master of the Argonauts. And um, we have all of the designers next to their, they call them the muse models and, um, and, sh- and they have hers there. Uh, yeah. I, 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 what stood out to me mostly is that the judges were pleasantly surprised to see the knit and the word feminine. There's like a lot of femininity and new shapes from you know that I, Heidi also points this out new new shapes, but everyone was really into the knitwear. But also, I would say that for Nina, she points out that it did look disjointed, not mm-hmm. cohesive. Blah blah blah. Um, anything about their feedback with Jillian? No, because next is Christian. We can keep talking about Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I thought it was interesting his demeanor on on the runway. Because mm-hmm. I I feel like there has been this evolution of an understanding of the moment with Christian, because he fumbles over his words. He's like, "Yeah, I just wanted to create this hard and soft and fashion words and fashion jargon." fashion mm-hmm. jargon as much as I can but I'm not going to make eye contact and you're like and Heidi of course like like zooms in on it because she smells she's she tastes blood in the water yes. she's like are you yes, nervous yes. oh my god like what's happening it's like oh my god yes I'm nervous like where's the fierceness where is it it's like let's torture Christian but um yes but yeah I I think it's it was just heartening to or sort of see all of them they're exhausted and succumbed by the moment and Christian, of course, who we've seen with that thing that has made him famous or made him famous over the course of that season. Yeah. He's so close. Yeah. He's so <laughs> like, he's so, he's so close in that moment. Yeah. And it is, and he does have a very like scared little kid. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what is it like to have 
Victoria Beckham, who he has said, like, oh, my God, she's like my style icon. And I, I'm pretty sure they don't know who the guest judges are until it's time. Um, and well, he probably no. They they I mean, they told them that. Well, I mean, during the runway, of course. Oh, wait, wait. Yes. Yeah. But that's not like that's like, you know, an hour before they found out maybe or something or it's new information right yes. relatively new yeah, information. yeah 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 um but it, it 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 very much you could tell that it was overwhelming because every time victoria beckham opened her mouth she was like oh my god so you know i wouldn't call you fierce i'd call you major it's very major your your, your clothes make me small and it's really hard to make me small and it's just yeah. like everything she says of course it's like oh you know yes it yes was, we really know that wonderful. you're posh you don't smile Small. I don't small. <laughs> I'm Lady Beckham, anyway. Um, I know. Yeah, but what about this back and forth here with Christian? Anything else that we haven't touched on? I was like, this is the Christian genius. This sort of like knowing how to be a salesman right away. Like having just that as a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she does say, and I, I, I wrote this down, because she goes, yeah, you met me small. And then Christian goes, well, that Andre, that ombre dress was made for you. And she goes, oh, oh, I would love it. And then it, the camera turns to Jillian, who's just frowning. Jillian has a huge <laughs> frown on her face. And she goes, like, what is this chemistry going on next to me? Like, yeah, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> so, um yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a rapport back and forth between a future client because that's all I thought about was like mm-hmm. sell those dresses to Victoria Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think Victoria is also into showmanship, so mm-hmm. I think you know, this is before she started. This is for be, before Victoria started her own line, so she's clearly taking all kinds of notes mm. during this time. Yeah, I mean, because they say she did, she has started it, but who knows? Like, it could have oh, been the first year. Oh, she has started it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which kind of qualified her to be on the show, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, oh, you have a line, you know. So this is like the, the very beginning of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else before we move to Rami? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, li- I like it that um, Michael Kors was like, yes, Christian loves the ruffles. They love the ruffles. <laughs> and <laughs> so they're... like... <laughs> yeah, they do kind of talk about like it's is it too much black and 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 Michael sort of says to him like uh, you know the thing about it is that like um from the even from the front row of the runway yeah you lose it you lose all of that detail yeah. <laughs> I love your Michael Kors impression Nalen <laughs> I heard a little bit of it. Uh, but also, I love that Nina Garcia was like, there were a lot of feathers. And I was like, Nina, you have no idea how much he pulled back on the feathers. So yeah. it's like, yeah, good choice. Um, all right. Ready for Rami? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Michael Kors had a problem with all the colors. And he called them Brady Bunch colors. Just mm. not chic enough for the clothes. But appreciated that Rami had a range, but I just mm-hmm. was actually most surprised that they didn't like the colors. 
Um, after talking also, about so much black. <laughs> yeah, that's also not what I would call what I would call Brady Bunch colors. No. But... What does that even mean, Brady yeah. Brady Bunch colors? I would have been like, Michael Kors, can you explain what you mean by Brady? Brady Bunch colors? Yeah. Can you? They were not a terms? jewel-toned family. And no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like the colors were not that saturated on that show. Just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they mostly focused on the last two dresses and mm-hmm. that's also what Nina starts to say she's like you know who you are when you're in dresses thanks for the separates yes. but actually your gowns are where your strength is mm-hmm. <laughs> so. um, okay anything else left to say about Rami no right. they they send them off send them off they um, you get a weird graphic that comes up that I had forgotten about that I guess was like the audience poll. It comes oh. up on the, it comes up on the bottom third of the screen. If you look at on, on um, it's happening at 3433 on, on my edition of, of daily motion. Um, but it, it, it's this graphic that I guess is like polling the audience and it has, Christian at 46%, Jillian at 32 and Rami at 22%. Wow. 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 So, wow. So Jillian in second. Yeah. Wow. It's like, yeah, it's like, wow. That's a, I'm, yeah, they, by a landslide, like Rami lost this with the audience. At least we know. Yes, it's, it's, it, this is a phone texting thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Similar to how you would vote for American Idol back in the day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They send them off in the, in the back and they don't really, we don't get any time with them back there. No. Like, like we stick with the judges and we're sort of done with everybody's personal story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like the contestants were like done with them. Yes. (laughs) There. And they're really crammed back there in the waiting room. That the, the, yeah. Their families are there. The models are there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just saw this. Yeah. That's just, that's so great. Um, all right. So they, they talk, 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 pretty much say the same things. Um, mm-hmm. And they bring them all back, back out. And Heidi goes down the line talking to all of them and their strengths and, and, then the, and to build up this the suspense. So mm-hmm. um so for the both of you, who's the first to go? Who's out? Patricia. Um we say goodbye to Jillian. Yeah, Jillian, Jillian, who got thirty six percent or whatever that percentage was. Yep. Audience 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 liked her better. Have... Yes. Um, definitely not in third place so so jillian gets third place so mm. all we have is christian and rami and you can it just looks like christian is already near tears and rami yeah. they're both nervous but christian's crying and heidi goes the winner you are the winner so who well, who, well yeah, she says ahead. christian <laughs> and like like it's really this is some masterful editing uh-huh. Because they really get Christian like shivering like a Pomeranian, 
in in you know uh, like um as as um and and he shakes his head a little bit because she says his name first yeah and he's like that's it i'm done yeah um and uh and and then she lets him know that he's the winner yes and what happens ernaz he just collapses he doubles over and his arms go flopping to the side and Rami comes over to hug him. I don't know. It was just really wonderful. Anyway, mm-hmm. but Rami comes over to hug him, but you can kind of also tell that Rami was also kind of holding him up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just collapses yeah. into Rami's arms and yeah. um, Rami yeah. is a gracious loser. seen before. Like Rami is like, it, you know, you, you have not seen... Like, there's clearly, like, a, a playful relationship between Chris and Christian. Yes, yeah. And and a sort of, like, you know, older, younger sibling thing there. Yeah. Um, but you'd never, you, you have not seen Rami be this um, attentive mm-hmm. to someone else. Yeah. Right. And you also seen christian this sort of needing of attention yes mm-hmm. um that way yeah previously and, and support just needing some yeah. kind of support, yeah yeah you know um, literally needing it so which is far more like to me it's preferable that mm-hmm. christian kind of like um lets the feroce take a nap like yes like it happened on on this episode yeah um and I thought it was interesting, too, that from the moment of, like, when the cameras kind of focused on um, Christian's, like, negative thought pattern face when, mm-hmm. when Christian's mm-hmm. name was announced, then he completely collapses and just doesn't know what to do. It's sort of like, I've been dreaming of this moment my whole life. Right. Now what? Now yeah. I'm scared. Which yeah. is the most human thing. Yeah. <laughs> possible yeah. for a creative person yeah you know, it's like i could only think of um i i could only think of um uh hannibal lecter talking to clarice <laughs> starling <laughs> in, in silence of the lambs you know that whole like you're so ambitious aren't you you know and you know what i see when i look at you a rube and my, <laughs> but you're so desperate to get out, get out anywhere, all the way to the FBI. <laughs> and, and, and it really is. It's like Christian rode Feroche as like as far as he could, like all the way to to Project Runway, mm-hmm. and all the way to Fashion Week. And it's really, it's that's a, like a really interesting moment yeah yeah and i think what's funny about him as a winner i mean i i talk about these shows as career porn Mm -hmm. because like like in sexual porn it gives you the climax without actually giving you all of the emotional work and stuff that happens around it Mm -hmm. um in this it like in career porn they give you like all of the career moments yeah. Without like showing you any of the other work that happens around having a career, yeah. And what's interesting about Christian this particular win is that it's not connected to like 
this is my destiny. Like, this is the thing I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, now is my time, blah, 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 blah. Uh, all of that. It's really, it's, it is really tied to him, like, being ambitious and, and working. And, and yes, he's, like, young and goofy mm-hmm. in certain ways. But also, um, you can't deny the the sort of work ethic. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. And it's clear that like the persona was crafted to support the work effort ethic. <laughs> like, yeah. like that came in, and you think about so many other designers on this show who came on, and all they had was a. Um, all they had was like a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. It, but what? Who was it last season? Like something that um, it wasn't like platitude. It was like some. Um, was it the guy who's addicted to um, tanning? Is that the one? I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, maybe season three. I can't remember, but there was. Oh no, I meant I meant like this last season. Oh, of, like uh, you know who. And anyway, I, like his catchphrase, we can no longer remember him. But <laughs> but these people who um, think that that's what you do, yeah, like you come in and you're yeah. a character, and that's what's going to carry you. And it's like, yeah, it's true. Christian really did craft a character that made him, um, made people want to watch what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But he also delivered on the stuff. Yeah, like yeah. he also made things that were not just a, um, you know, not just a a, a stand-in for a actual design thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one thing too about Christian is, um, as irksome as we as we find Christian at moments, there's a certain joy that is there in the work ethic. Like, mm-hmm. the work ethic and joy are actually really well-joined for Christian. And mm-hmm. that's something that I personally liked about Christian as a contestant. Mm-hmm. And I think it's there even as Christian mentors um, the, the new season or the, mm-hmm. new, the newest reiteration of Project Runway and the way that, that you know, Christian still, you know, sachets around the workroom like... Like, that's what Christian does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that, um, like, joy for that environment and, and joy for, like, the, um, I don't want to say the dreaming, but I can't think of a better word right now. That sort of state of dreaming about the next thing and having an idea and dreaming it through mm-hmm. before it becomes a work ethic, that... Like, the joy that's there for Christian is really, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I totally I agree. say it really nice like I'm talking about a well-made cupcake at the store. That looks really nice. I can't eat it, but it looks really pretty. <laughs> you know, it looks oh, really God. nice. And <laughs> oh, it's, dre- it's dressed up so prettily. Yeah. Ernest. I want to say, like this was a this was a good idea to do this season. Yay! Well, well done. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I have any final thoughts beyond that, but like, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad that we were able to follow along and, and rewatch this at, especially, you know, at this time, but also thinking about, for instance, like this, this episode ends with a Saturn commercial it's a harbinger of things to come with, <laughs> with Lifetime because there was just such a whole, such a corny scene with Tim handing off the keys to little bitty Christian Siriano and he gets in the car and looks at the camera and goes, it's fierce, you know, like, you know, we get to hear a little bit of his catchphrase or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I, I like this little bridge of, you know, of an origin story to our, our, our beloved Christian Siriano and all that he's become. <laughs> so, yeah. um, all right. Well, since we've come to the end of season four, uh, and we're, we're going to be on a bit of a hiatus on the main podcast feed and, but we will still be talking about our wonderful Patreon bonus stuffs for, mm-hmm. And for for until our next time, um, Nalen, is there anything you would like to share with our listeners? And can you remind them where to find you on the um, web? You can you can find me on um, uh, on Twitter um, at Nayland Blake, all one word. Um, you can find me on Instagram uh, on at Nayland W Blake. Um, and uh, my own uh, website is nalenblake.net. Um, in uh, mid-October, my, um, my uh, exhibition, No Wrong Holes, 30 Years of Nalen Blake, um, will be opening um, uh, for online viewing at the <laughs> MIT List Center. Um, so keep, keep eyes posted for that. We're figuring out like how we're going to, um, negotiate the online experience there. They're installing it right now. Um, and, uh, I, I think, um, that's it for me. Yay. All right. Thanks, Nalen. So excited about that show. Yeah. Patricia, how about you? Also excited about that show. Um, <laughs> and I can be found loitering on the uh, Workroom podcast Instagram account. Um, I can be found on my own, uh, which is on Twitter and on Instagram with the same handle. That's um, Sense and Sight, Common Sense Optical Sight. And I actually have a rescheduled, I have a talk coming up at um, the City University's Graduate Center in November. Very excited about that. Um, so... I will be posting about that on my my little Instagram account at some point. But in the meantime, I'll be making my funnest quips on the Workroom podcast Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. I'm so happy that that's happening again. Oh, my gosh. And Ernest. Yes. Where can people find you? And you can find me on the interwebs at Ernest all over the place h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e and on my website erinazdavis.com and also what love i'm excited to announce that i'm in an upcoming show ex- or exhibit i should say group exhibition at transformer station in cleveland ohio and it's an actual 
physical show where I'm going to be showing my newest uh, large scale photogram. And if you are in Cleveland right now, you can drive by the building and see that my piece is on the outside of it on the banner. That is so exciting. <laughs> yes. yes. Hey, any listener out there, send us a photo. Please send, send me a photo. I can't yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting because I think there are about six or seven artists, photographers specifically, who are all making, um, you know, unique pieces. So my photograms are all one of a kind pieces and the show title is called one and it will be concurrent with another show up there, but transformer station opening September 18th. And I will have that information in the show notes and, uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, can I say one last thing, Sure. which is that, um, well, maybe two last things. One, um, if you care for us, at in any way um get out and vote oh my gosh thank you Nate <laughs> this is um Please. this is yeah um these are the dark times mm -hmm. and um we all really really need to stand together so um please uh you know if you can find it within yourself to do um, some work to help other people to vote, um, please do that. Um, any little thing that you can do is something that will, um, that will help and would remain undone if you didn't put your hand to it. So yes. um, please, um, uh, please, please take on that challenge. Um, and the other thing I was thinking is like, you know, people might have suggestions for other seasons that we might want to look at in this, um, uh, in this interval between, um, uh, because who knows when the next, um, exactly. the, the next, uh, new season of Project Runway is going to occur. Mm -hmm. So, um, if there's something else that you want us to look at. Um, I, I love having this chance to talk to the two of you. Um, and, uh, and so I'm asking our listeners to provide us with the excuse to do it. Yes. You can send us, make sure, hold our friendship together, listeners. So you can send us a DM. You can yeah. send us a yeah. message on Facebook. You can email us at in the workroom at gmail.com. And I'll take yeah. a poll. I'll poll from all of those avenues so that we can keep talking to each other. Yeah. It's, it's on you to save not only our democracy, but our personal lives. <laughs> so, hey, no press, but still. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> Do you care? Do you care about us? <laughs> yeah. And so I also want to say, if I may, um, if you are in any position to help, please support this podcast. Yeah. There's a Patreon set up. And also, if for some reason, or there's many reasons, but if you are not in a position where you can vote, you can still find ways to volunteer and kind of see and affect the change you want to see very directly. So yeah. there's um, so many ways to get engaged despite what governments think we should or shouldn't be able to do. So yeah. never despair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you have any questions, I mean, I'm, I'm going to offer myself personally, if you have any questions 
Um, I mean, I've signed up to be a poll worker this year um, just to make sure that the polling station near my uh, where I live is open. Um, So training starts and I was inspired because I listened to an NPR program about poll workers and that poll worker they had on knew so much about voting that I didn't know about. So I'm hoping, you know, with training, um, you know, I'll, I'll be able to answer questions if you guys have any, or if not, then we can propose that to the community and then just kind of stay informed. So, yeah. yeah. Aw, y'all are great. (laughs) (laughs) So wonderful. And I mean, I mean, Patricia and Naylan, also y'all listeners, like you guys are all just, just amazing. It's been so fun to um, keep in touch with you guys over all the platforms that we have and to hear your, um, your reactions to things and keep sending them in. Of course, and keep in touch with us. And I don't know. There's nothing else for me to say. I'll just, mm-hmm. I, I will just throw it on and on and on. Um, okay. So. Bye. I, <laughs> so until next time. All right, Nailin. Until next okay. time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm, like, really excited. But let me tell you, I am taking, like, a vacay. I need a breaky break. Congratulations. This won't be the last of Christian Siriano. I mean, people need to see more of the fierceness. Victoria, it was amazing meeting you. We'll be in touch. (laughs) Stay tuned for next season. It's going to be amazing. Christian Siriano. Signing out.